Hi, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Dish with Pepper. Um, I'm super excited to be here with G.D. Spear, who is a WNBA and college hoops reporter. Um, and first off, we're going to talk about something that is not at all really related to women's sports. Um, we're going to talk about Marvel um, and specifically doing a draft of our top five favorite female Marvel uh, characters. So the way this is going to work for everybody um, listening is that basically we're going to go from five down to one. And I'm going to say mine, then you're going to say one, and we're going to go back and forth like that so we can kind of com- compare and contrast them. All right, ready? I am so ready. I'm so excited to hear which ones you pick because I think you know more about the Marvel Universe than I do. So I'm excited to see if we disagree on any. Yeah, and I'm really excited. I think this goes perfectly um, with the fact that the Marvels just came out. There will be no spoilers on this podcast, so don't worry. Um, but everybody make sure to go watch it because I've seen it and I really enjoyed it. All right, so first, my number five is Valkyrie who is played by Tessa Thompson. She was in the Thor movies, um, the last two. And I think she's a really fun character. I think she has a lot of personality. Um, I love the actress. I love everything about her character. I think she's really cool. She's a boss. Ooh, and what what is she from, you said? Um, she's like Asgardian. So she's in like the last, she's been in the last few Thor movies. Ooh, okay. Okay. Love it. That I haven't gotten to yet. I think I told you before we started yeah. recording. I started watching them all in order this summer and I love it. But then I kind of had a fall off with the first Thor movie. It didn't do anything for me. And so I kind yeah. of stopped. And then the, the second one isn't super good too, but definitely once you get to um, Thor Ragnarok and Thor Love and Thunder, they're really good. Okay, yeah. awesome. All right, so I'll keep pushing then. I will yeah. say this number five for me so surprised me over the summer and that is Miss marvel i think that the writing around the character is so good and i think it's just it's amazing when the characters are brought in in a new era and they're super fans first and then they happen to discover their superpowers and i think that the way the whole first episode played out and she slowly Mm -hmm. discovers her own is just so sweet but also it's like a a very addicting series so yeah i would go miss marvel and i think that her superpowers too is just they're, it makes it really fun to watch too because then she yeah. kind of relates to all her other superheroes that she used to look up to which I like right yeah and I feel like that it kind of reminds me of a non-superhero way of kind of me and some of the professional athletes I talk to because like I'm literally fangirling all the time while I'm like doing my actual job um and I feel like that's really cool she um comes up at my three um and I think that's also including me having seen the Marvels and just her character development in that movie too so my yeah so there's I I love her in the Marvels too and I think the show is great um as well I think I loved it and it was a show that I felt like a lot of my friends at like my age watching kind of understood a lot more than some of the other movies so I think that's really cool about it yeah okay so my four is Shuri, um, who is the new Black Panther. If you watched, um, it's, I mean, it's in the trailer. If you watched the new Black Panther movie, and I absolutely love her as a character. I think she has some really funny lines, um, in the first one, and then kind of like her role shifts. Um, and I think her character development has been very interesting, and I absolutely love her as a character. So yes. she's my four. Okay, love that. I'm gonna keep the Wakanda theme going. Number four, I have Okoye. I have mm. 
the leader and I think that this character from the first Black Panther, but then especially in the most recent one, you're talking about when Shuri becomes a Black Panther. Again, like no spoilers, that is in the trailer. I love how she steps up and she consistently, even though she always is the person for the job and constantly handles business, I think that it's so impressive that she surprises you every time the way she handles it too. And I think that the actress is amazing in the way she obviously trained physically for this role and she handles the spear and she is committed to tradition but then she eventually Mm -hmm. opens herself up to non-traditional ways of fighting too so there's obviously ways that she changed within herself but remained consistent and remained so strong and she's definitely someone I'd want on my team so she's in my four spot Okay, absolutely. I mean, I love that. I think she's definitely like sort of like a mentor, Sherry. And I feel like in the first movie and like the second movie for Black Panther, one of the things I love the most about Okoye's character is the music that comes with her and the Dora Milaje. I think I love that. Um, Like when I watched the movie for the first time, I was like, oh, I love that. Like it made me excited every time. And like you kind of know her character's coming. So I think that's super cool about her. Oh, true. Wow. So you really pay attention to the music that comes along. I do. Well, not always, but I really like that one specifically. Um, Yeah. <laughs> All right. So my three, it was your five, Um, who's Miss Marvel. And I think I, like you said, I love that she is an actual fangirl and the actress who plays her, Mongolani, is also very similar to that. She's a Marvel fan too, which I think is really cool for her because it was her first acting role and she really gets to play herself as a superhero, um, which is really cool. And it's just another example of representation in the Marvel Universe. So I think um, that was really cool. And I love that she's from Jersey. Um, I obviously am from New York City, but it's close enough. So I think that's really cool too. Yeah. Um, all right. It's yeah. so close. And you're so right about the, about first of all, representation. And then isn't it crazy that that was her first ever acting role? I actually, I know, she's so believe. good. Yeah. She's so good. She's so good. I think everybody should watch it. It's an awesome show. Yeah, definitely. Oh yeah. Yeah. For sure. It's really right. fun. Yeah. So good. Yeah, what's your three? So yeah, no, I respect a hundred percent Miss Marvel being on this list. Yeah. I have it number three, a, pl- uh, a character that I had no idea her backstory before I started watching them in chronological order. And that's the black widow. I think that the way she kind of transforms completely and becomes not only like a three dimensional character, if anything, like a four dimensional character, there's so many sides to her. And she's not just someone that is just the black widow that happens to like, not really, I don't know, not really advance the plot at all. She becomes someone that's so instrumental and like, is a spy but is also a lethal weapon in herself and the way she's trained um and I think that the way that it surprised me the way she developed throughout all the movies is why she is so high on my list so yeah Black Widow I'll go number three okay funnily enough she is my two um so I'll just bounce off of that um but yeah I mean Black Widow is probably the first female Marvel character that I really like loved um and so I think I was so excited when that first movie came out and everyone had seen her before that um I think that her character is really cool because first she's just like dead evil like assassin like would kill you in a second kind of thing and then she kind of develops this appreciation for what she does and I think a lot of and what I also love about her character is her different relationships with each like other Avenger I think that's really cool too Mm -hmm. um yeah so I was so excited for her movie and I think it's really cool and another thing I love about the Black Widow character it's kind of like Black Panthers it's not necessarily um Natasha Romanoff because we have 
Elena now coming up if she watched the Hawkeye series and I'm what she oh she was in Black Widow um and I think that's really cool that she's now kind of taking on her sister's title so yes that is my two so cool so cool okay that's your two okay got you yeah so we're we're kind of we're kind of similar in that way Black Widow I think that is amazing too I didn't even think about that point but yeah I'm excited to learn more too about her sister and see how that plays out in a different way because I know it's it's like everybody has a different superpower that they fall into and the way that they can manifest and it makes it hard I'm sure you've you've talked to so many athletes who either come from a professional athlete mother or father but they have to find their own game um and then they do and they completely transform within that but I will say my number two is someone who really surprised me in the Captain Marvel movie and I'm gonna call Monica Rambeau and so she's the daughter of Maria Rambo, who is Captain Marvel's best friend when they were training, yada, 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 things go on. But in the actual movie, as a young girl in Captain Marvel, Monica Rambeau handles business. She is so funny, actually, and she's not phased at all by these otherworldly characters coming in. And then she eventually grows into her own and becomes a super unstoppable superhero in her own right so yeah I would go Monica Rambeau's number two and I want to see more of her yeah well she's in the Marvels which is really exciting um so yeah I kind of I really enjoyed her character there you kind of get to see her growing up yeah I mean I love her in Captain Marvel I think she is in this story in the MCU she's kind of the person who like picks out Captain Marvel's like color for a costume which is like a really cool scene but that's a big part of like who Captain Marvel is now and I think that's really cool and I think their connection too is really cool we have a there's a lot of like um mentor and mentoree like relationships in the MCU and that's definitely one of my favorites um which leads me into my number one which is Captain Marvel um I absolutely love her as a character I think she was like kind of right behind Black Widow when I really started to love Marvel and I was so excited about her movie I think her character is not easily simply just a hero which is also I think no one's superhero super villain I like characters like that um and I think kind of she has such a relatable story where she kind of comes from a place where she doesn't really know who she is she doesn't really know what her powers are and then she kind of lets go of all of that and is really able to be herself and be the most powerful version of herself which I think is kind of like a story that a lot of people experience in their own lives without the superhero part so so true it's like it is um it's a marvel universe but it also is such a universal experience and that's funny because that's what stood out to me too about Captain Marvel is her struggle. And I think that's the best part of the MCUs. All these characters are going through tremendous pain and suffering and trauma and struggle, but then they have this inner part of them that's unstoppable. I so respect her at the number one spot. I don't have a reason for her not being on my list besides I like these other characters a little bit more. But yeah, Captain Marvel was one of my favorite movies. I actually cried during it for sure. Like I definitely shed a couple tears. Um, my number one was your number four, I think. Shuri. Shuri, oh, I'm going yeah. one. I think that you're so right. In the first movie, she was hilarious. And then in the second movie, it's like, wait, okay, this whole thing would not happen without her. She's inventing all the mm-hmm. weapons. She's trying to save her brother. She's doing the best she could at the beginning. Obviously that, you know, it can't work out, but I think she's so smart and it's just an amazing thing to see a whole entire nation be led by someone like Shuri, who's a young girl at the time and 
I think it's awesome. So yeah, she's my number one. Yeah, I love her. And um, before we move on to our next little section, I do have um, two honorable mentions. I don't know if you have any um, or any off the top of your head, but my two are um, Kate Bishop Hawkeye. I think she's a character that um, I really love. I was uh, Kate Bishop Hawkeye for Halloween last year, um, which was really fun. Um, gotta see it. I got to see that. That's awesome. Yeah, I, I have a couple of pictures. Um, and I think that her character, like, we haven't seen fully developed yet because kind of like the first couple episodes of that show, she's kind of like a regular person. But it's another one of those evolutions where she kind of goes from, like, someone like us to someone like super. And I love all the scenes with her and Yelena. I think they're really funny. And then my other honorable mention, and it was really tough to not have her on my list, was Gamora um, because I think she is a really cool character um another like kind of like boss assassin black widow type character um so those are my two honorable mentions that if i had top seven will definitely be on my list okay love love those two i off the top of my head would throw in peggy carter um Mm. who we saw a lot in captain america and she's one of the founders of the shield program i believe and yeah she just was right every time and yeah. it's like you watching the movie and you're like, if everybody just listened to her, we'd avoid right. all stupidity and all this like action that's fun to watch, but kind of unnecessary. So yeah, right. I think she's just a mastermind behind the scenes. Like it's so nice to have those assassin like characters, but it's also, right. it's pretty cool to have someone who is just so smart and thinks through things really yeah. well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love her um, as well. I think for me, um, I definitely thought about her. She's on my dad's top five too. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know if you've seen this, it's not an MCU show, but she had her own show called Agent Carter, which takes place like before she met Captain America, like when she was just like working for SHIELD, I'm pretty sure. Um, which is yeah, it. it's you so have seen good. it, it's a great show, right? Yeah. Yes. Um, it's so there's so two good. seasons of that. So it's not an MCU show, but it definitely gives you like some MCU background, and she's a great character as well. I totally agree with you on that. Yes, yes. I may also add She Hulk in attorney mm, at law that's a good yeah one. yeah I didn't watch that show because um my parents said it was inappropriate which is fine when I'm older I would definitely watch it but mm-hmm. based on like the comics and like the trailer and stuff I think she's a super cool character mm-hmm. um yeah so awesome so we're kind of moving back into both of our areas of expertise. We're talking about women's college basketball, um, which just got started. So if you haven't been watching, you have plenty of time. Um, but already so much excitement, um, so much parity, so much growth. So very exciting. So the way this is going to be broken down is we're going to have a topic. Um, we're going to have a team and we're going to have a player. So we're basically going to go kind of same thing. We can alternate. Um, so I'll start with my topic which is the freshmen in general. I mean, they've kind of shown up and shown out. And I think that's really exciting because there's a lot of players already in the women's college basketball game who are amazing. And just adding more players is crazy to me. Um, And if I had to tell you all listening to um, kind of some freshmen to look out for, I would say Malaysia Fawaili at South Carolina. Um, She is amazing. She's a really exciting, fun player um, to watch. Uh Yeah. Yeah, you've probably seen that highlight of her doing, like, whatever that layup was, like, around the back between the legs, like, scoop layup. It was insane. Um, And Hannah Hidalgo at Notre Dame, who um, 
if you watch that game, you'd see like the play before that had she Hannah had a great move for a layup, and what Malaysia did was kind of in response to that. So those two back to back was really cool. So those are two freshmen um, who actually played each other, and that was really fun. Two freshman guards to look out for, and then the number one recruit in the nation who is at um, USC um, is Juju Watkins, and I think she's a really fun player to watch, um, and a lot of people in the women's college basketball or women's basketball in general I know her name because she was the number one recruit but I think she's doing really well at UC so that is my topic love that yes so true about the freshman that's something I've been noticing throughout this entire season like there's already been upsets and there's already been ways that the freshmen have stepped up beyond anybody's expectations so I so completely agree with you and I would say my topic I'm gonna put it out there is Angel Reese and I think Rather than her being the topic and her missing the games, my topic is more people's reaction to it and how much coverage it's getting. And I mean, she's an All-American who's missing two games. And I think that the way we've been exposing people's people's ability to just jump to conclusions about it is what my topic is, because nobody really knows what's going on. And yes, Coach Kim Mulkey is saying it's a locker room thing that she's been dealing with in her 40 years of coaching. And this is not something that's new, but also nobody really knows what's happening. (laughs) And there's just so many opinions coming out. And I feel like highlighting that now at the beginning of the season is super important because we all have to be honest and know that we don't know what's going on and we can't really speculate at all. And we just kind of have to read it out because you never know what is happening. Yeah, I'm definitely on the kind of wait and see stage, but the fact that people are talking about it is still good. So like mm-hmm. people say like all press is good press, which for the most part I think is pretty true. Yeah. So yeah, it's definitely interesting. I've been looking at some of people's opinions about what's going on. Um and I mean I remember like because we she uh Coach Smokey made her comment after the game. So like during that game, I was like like making speculations like what is she what's happening like Mm -hmm. it's hard to know um so I think more information will probably come out at some point sooner or later uh but that's definitely an interesting thing to keep your eye on Mm -hmm. yeah I that's a great topic okay so my team um my team is kind of loaded um UConn who if you know women's basketball at all they're just a powerhouse um they very rarely have a bad year um and so my kind of like three things to focus on for UConn is the fact that Paige Beckers is back she was out all season she's an amazing player preseason all-american I love watching her play um so I'm really happy that she's back um and obviously with Paige and a lot of other players last season UConn dealt with injuries they already have um AZ Fudd is out again which is really um unfortunate um I know Paige and AZ are really close. They love playing together. And I love watching AZ um, because I I obviously am not at the level of talent as she is as a player, but she's someone I definitely try to um, emulate my game around. So, mm. um, yeah, that's obviously really unfortunate, something they dealt with a lot last year. And in their last game against um, Minnesota, which was kind of like Paige Beckers' homecoming because she's from there, um, it wasn't a super high-scoring game. So the thing I think I was most focused on was UConn's defense. Um, which was great, and it, in the post-game interview, Paige talked about how important that was to them. So, yeah, that's what I've got for my team. Um, hopefully, 
they can be injury free for the rest of the season once AZ comes back. And I'm really excited that Paige is back out on the court. She's really fun to watch. And if you're watching a UConn game, look out for the defense. That's my team. Love it. And look out for a couple years down the line when you are at AZ FUD level. It's going to happen. <laughs> Not yet, but Thank it will you. be. It will be. That's awesome to have someone to model your game after. And I, of course, I love and respect UConn. I'm from Connecticut, and it was always so much pride to know that our best team in the country or in the state was uh, the women's basketball team. So love them. I would say a funny highlight for me for UConn this season so far has been the first game back, Paige was playing. And after the game, um, Miss Sherrod from SNY was interviewing Gino, and he said she was trying to ask him about what it was like to have Paige back, and he was just like, did you see how bad we just played? Like, I can't get over that. And I think they were up by like 20 or 30 or something at the point at that point. But still, he was saying, I've never been witness to such bad basketball at UConn in my life. So I think that that's something to keep in mind. With UConn, is there not like this unstoppable force that's going to be undefeated this season? They're already not, but they still are a historically great program. So yes, I love that. Yeah. I feel like from all the success Gino's had, he probably has pretty, pretty high standards. So exactly. Yes. Right. And it works. I'm sure anybody would want him as a coach. I, I say my team is kind of, it's kind of just a random throw out there right now because we don't know how it's going to go, but they're undefeated. So I am going to go TCU as my team. Mm -hmm. And I, I think that, they are someone it's they're fun to watch first of all they're in kind of a strange um conference but having Sedona Prince on the team too and she's deciding to be back in college playing again and she's having one of the best seasons of her life um I would go for them they're they're pretty high up on my list right now yeah I mean I think that's a great thing to focus on and I was gonna touch on if you didn't um Sedona Prince um yeah I mean that's not a lot of teams go undefeated even this far into the season. There's a lot been a lot of parity, so it's definitely a team to keep your eye out for. That's a great point. All right, my player um, is probably no surprise to anybody who's been paying attention to women's college basketball. But my player is Caitlin Clark. Um, I mean, she's electric as a player. I mean, she's like a scoring machine, but she does it all. That's why, like, every game I watch her, I'm always, like, looking at her stat sheet, like, triple-double watch, like, what's going on. Like, last game, she had, what, 35, six rebounds, seven assists, or eight assists and seven steals, something like that. It was a career high in steals, which just proves that she really can do it all. Um, And it's kind of a big deal this season because they lost two of their starters, Um. And so they're kind of like kind of in a rebuild year. They still have Caitlin, so not totally, but um, there's a lot more people coming off the bench, which is just a whole another team for her to lead um, as one of the leaders of those teams. And another thing I've seen from her is just constantly breaking all these records. She just um, got in front of Kelsey Plum for the most 30-point games in college. So just keeping track of that is almost impossible. So she's definitely my player to look out for. If you're ever like – I want to, whose highlights should I watch when it's called basketball? Just look up Caitlin Clark highlights. It's so exciting. Like logo threes, all of it drives all of it. So true. I was never the best shooter and I love watching her videos. Cause I'm like, wow, I'd never, I really never could do that. She's yeah, so fun to watch. <laughs> yeah. I, so my players, um, which by the way, I love the Caitlin Clark. Yeah. You you're giving her her flowers and she is so fun to watch, especially for you mm-hmm. as a hooper. Um, 
my player is Hidalgo. My mm. she is speaking of steals, like she's averaging 6.2 steals, I think, right now. Yeah. Uh, shout out Mark Schindler for that amazing article that he wrote about her and he talked to her earlier this season. And it was really fun to see that she is not only trying to be an offensive presence in herself in the way that she can score. But with these steals and also her ability to work with her post players, it's just super impressive. Mm -hmm. And it's obviously something she said she's watching film every single day. So it's no surprise that she's putting up some monster stats. She swept ACC honors. She got rookie of the week and also player of the week. So I would keep my eye on her and the whole Notre Dame team. Obviously, they opened up against South Carolina and Paris this year. So they're kind of on everybody's radars even more. Um, Mm -hmm. And... And yeah, she she is who I'm going to give my flowers to in terms of basketball right now. Yeah, I mean, just goes back to what I was saying, especially because she's a freshman, that means like four more years of watching her grow and develop and she's already an amazing player, which is like crazy. <laughs> so true. It's, it's amazing. Yeah, the freshmen right now are actually unstoppable. It's going to be crazy at the draft in a couple of years. Yeah, no, I know. I was thinking about that. All right, so that is your kind of like, a little bit through the season update for women's basketball and our last thing is our thanksgiving food draft so we're back to a draft um this one's a little bit shorter but everybody likes thanksgiving especially the eating part of it even though it's about being grateful i know how important that is as well um but we want to get down to the nitty-gritty of our favorite thanksgiving foods and then one food that we just don't want to see at thanksgiving because it will just ruin the whole meal for us mm-hmm. okay so we'll do the same thing. We'll go. This one's just three, two, one. Um. So at my three is, I feel like this is like kind of underrated and it's sort of a hit or miss for me, but I'm going to go stuffing. It's like, it's good with gravy, which I feel like, and this is like, just as a disclaimer, like this is without turkey because turkey is kind of like, if you're going to have chicken with Thanksgiving, like it's a Thanksgiving. No, it's not. So like turkey is a given. <laughs> um, so yeah. So my three is stuffing, I think. Any food that's not a dessert for Thanksgiving that goes with gravy is definitely really important. And I really love stu- stuffing. Um, I think there's a right way to make it. And most of the time I have two Thanksgiving meals. I go to my grandparents' house and they make an amazing one. And we also order from Stu Leonard. So if anyone loves Stu Leonard's Thanksgiving oh. like me, um, like their stuffing absolutely kills it. So that is at my three. <laughs> love that. Oh my God, their stuffing does kill it. I actually love Stu Leonard so much. So I'm not surprised that yeah. that's a good Thanksgiving yeah. meal. Uh, uh, three for me right now at this phase of my life, I'm in protein mode right now. I'm going Turkey. Turkey's high on my list. It used to not be. I actually was a vegetarian for a little bit, but now I love, I love Turkey and same thing. Anything with gravy is, is just amazing. So everything yeah. in my top three has gravy in it. I'll say that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so my next one is actually, I don't like it with gravy, but I guess you could is Mac and cheese. Um, it's not at everybody's Thanksgiving, but I feel like why wouldn't it be? It's like, yes. it's carb loaded. And it's so good. Especially if the cheese is creamy and there's like the right, it's like 60% cheese, 40% pasta. Like that's the right like amount for each so I love mac and cheese and same thing like my grandparents and Sue Leonard's mac and cheese is great so Mm. that's my three and two obviously some big things missing so far uh, because my next one is a dessert but I love mashed potatoes and turkey I do but I feel like I don't know I feel like something about those two make it really feel like Thanksgiving to me like together you know so yes that's my two 
love 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 and yeah cheese in every layer i like the 60 40 ratio cheese to mm-hmm. cheese to noodle i am going number two mashed potatoes this is my mm-hmm. like first love in this world is mashed potatoes and yeah. i mean because as a baby that's something you can just eat and eat and eat i remember for me it was like before like when i got moved off baby food it was like mashed potatoes and yogurt like not together but like in general and i love mashed potatoes too yeah so good wow you remember that that's actually pretty cool <laughs> my parents told me yeah i don't remember <laughs> okay so what do you have number one yeah my number one is apple pie i am not a pumpkin pie person um i don't like it and i i mean i've only had two types of pumpkin pie so i am open to trying different ones but for me it's apple pie i think it goes so good with like ice cream on top especially if the pie is warm i'm not gonna have ice cream on cold pie it's warm pie and ice cream or like no ice cream but i feel like apple pie is so good and i would never like mac and cheese i might have another day turkey i could have another day mashed potatoes i could have another day but apple pie is such like a thanksgiving food kind of like I feel like turkey and mashed potatoes together is Thanksgiving, but like, I, I don't know. I love apple pie. Like I had like so many different types of apple pie and it's always really good, especially with ice cream. So that's my number one. Yes, it is a dessert. And so who yeah. makes your favorite apple pie? If any, if anybody or any store. Um, Actually, this is kind of fun, but at my school, we have Thanksgiving, Um, like the Friday before we go on for break. So that was a couple of days ago for us. And the kitchen stuff in my school is amazing, but the apple pie they make and they it's warm and it has ice cream on it, which is like my the best way to eat it, and it's so good. The slices are a little too small; they're like this big. <laughs> be so sad because I want more, but um, yeah, the apple pie at school is the best. Yeah. Okay. Well, they gotta cut them small, I guess, so everybody has that. <laughs> yeah. I love that warm pie, cold ice cream. My number one spot, savory still is stuffing when you said it mm. I'm like oh, I gotta wait a little bit but stuffing is yes. absolutely my favorite part of Thanksgiving every single time it will be the majority of my plate is the perfect Thanksgiving mm. meal for me is stuffing right exactly or yeah. in a sandwich the right. next day stuffing mm. in the sandwich That's true. another mm. thing about Thanksgiving is the fact that like after you eat it you have like two more meals of leftovers <laughs> Like, so and true. that's what I love about it. It's like the day two Thanksgiving is almost better than day one. Like, because there's different right things you can do you. with it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. And so my food that I don't want to see at the um, Thanksgiving table, I have nothing against green beans in general, but I don't want to see it in a casserole. Why yeah. would I not want to eat regular green beans? I don't want it mashed up in like, casserole reminds me of like a, like a pie for mm-hmm. not sweet stuff. That doesn't mm-hmm. count. So if you want to have green beans, plain green beans are fine. Put a little bottle, put a little salt. That's great. I'll eat it, but not in a casserole. That's just, no. Yeah, get that casserole out of here. For me, I'm throwing it out. Cranberry sauce. I think I've been waiting. My palate has matured. Like I'm waiting for the day I have it. And I'm like, oh, this is perfect. I have not reached that day yet at all. Throw out the cranberry sauce. I don't like it, but you like it. I do, but I feel like I don't like it when it's, like, all the sauce. Like, I like it when there's cranberries in it because I actually, like, I like cranberries, especially, like, dry cranberries. And it also, like, it also depends for me. Like, I feel like a lot of Thanksgiving foods are hit or miss. Like, the turkey's too dry, the mashed potatoes. Like, I don't like it when mashed potatoes have, like, potato skin in it. It should oh. just be mashed potatoes. Um, And, like, stuffing, if it's, like, too soft, like, I need to be able, it needs to be bread. It can't be mush. Mm-hmm. Um, so I feel like it's like hit or miss for me, but cranberry sauce, if it's actually good, it's like really good. And I feel like 
there's a lot of savory stuff so having like something that's a little bit sweet in addition to like dessert I think it's pretty good but I definitely feel you're coming from if you're having cranberry sauce and it's not good it's like not good at all yeah we get ours like from the can so maybe I do oh yeah I will I'll try it again because of your recommendation I absolutely will give it a second shot I'll try a, a new cranberry sauce for sure yeah yeah but I feel like in general Thanksgiving is an amazing holiday and has some amazing food um yeah so that was kind of like our three very different topics that we got to talk about and I think that's super fun I love kind of talking about three things that I love um Mm -hmm. I think that's really cool so thank you so much for having me um or thank you thank you so much for being you for having me you Um, took the words out my mouth (laughs) yes (laughs) um Right, everybody, thank you for listening as well. As always, you can find me on Instagram at Pepper Persley and on TikTok at Pepper Persley as well. And where can we find you and your work, Gigi? Yes, find me on Twitter, mostly Gigi underscore Spear on Twitter. And I post TikToks every now and then on my own personal account, Gigi's underscore Spirit. And I also post for the next hoops. So if anybody wants any really good basketball articles, check out the next, everything that they put out. And if you find them on any social media platforms, you'll see my face, but feel free to DM us too. If there's any topics you want us to cover, I'd be happy to. And in this season of thanks too, I want to thank you so much, Pepper, for having me. It's always so great to see you and see how much you're doing in addition to playing and going to school and now you're you're doing everything and I think it's awesome and this was such a fun and well-rounded show and I think three different topics is the perfect time for this holiday season where everybody knows everything's a little bit bigger um, than what they do day to day it's always bigger than that so thank you so much for having me happy to be here yeah thank you so much for joining Gigi Um, I have to say that when I like first met you at a Liberty game you were like made me like so happy it was like you had a big smile on your face so I'm grateful for you and I'm so able I'm um, so grateful we were able to make this work um, I know it was a little bit last minute so I think today was super fun like you said three topics that are really important um, to all of us or to both of us so um, it was a great pod thank you all for listening and thank you Gigi again for joining thank you so much Pepper